0: You are now listening to Camcast Radio. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Camcast Radio Live. I am your host, Cameron Lewis. Um, just give you guys a minute to come on in. I got my friend Patrick Brown coming in today. And before we get started, just want to get a few little things out of the way here. Um, if you would like to support this podcast and ministry financially, you can do so by going to anchor.fm, Camcast Radio, and selecting one of the support options. Or you can catch out me at C L E W S O U N D. Also, if you <clears throat> have any suggestions for topics of discussion, or if you would like to be a guest, or if you would like your goods or services or brand advertised on the show, please email me at clusound at gmail.com. All right. Thank you all for tuning in again. I do have my friend Patrick Brown coming in today shortly. This is the series what we're doing. Uh, it's called uh, Focus on Black Excellence. Basically, um... I looked out on social media on Facebook, and I saw my friend Patrick that I actually grew up going to church with. Um, our fathers are both pastors, and I see what he's doing uh, with with the hemp industry and CBD and things like that. And he it, he really has a great vision uh, for what for his community. Actually, it's it's really an inspiring story. You know, like I said in the flyer, back Black History is Black History Month is over, but you know the future is ever upon us. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to bring in Patrick Brown. What's going on, Patrick?
1: All right. How are you doing, Cam?
0: Doing pretty good. Yeah, so I was telling the people um, that, you know, I looked out. uh, We're friends on Facebook. I saw your uh, business, and I started just kind of researching and seeing what you had going on. And I was just really impressed um, with what you are doing. And then I I went and watched your documentary, as I was telling you earlier. But let's just start off... um, Let's get a little background on just who you are. Tell us a little bit of your history. Sure. Uh,
1: like Cam mentioned, uh, hello everyone, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Patrick Brown. I am a fourth generation farmer on the Brown Family Farm estate. Um, our farm has been in existence uh, since the end of the Civil War. Um, we're very fortunate to still be able to farm the land um, four generations later that was originated in the late 1800s. Um, so what we are intending to do as a fourth generation farm the state is to provide a process for, uh, 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 to about, to, excuse me, to provide a process for the environment that can be structured for the need of food traceability. Uh, that's our number one priority is to be able to provide and help with the um, combat the food shortage in the United States and not just the United States, but the world. Um, And and that is our key um, purpose and mission as well as to provide holistic processes to help mitigate some of the issues that people have without uh, worrying about harmful side effects or um, things that break down the body instead instead of build up the body. So we do it in two ways and that's through food and traceability. And through herbs and holistic science that we create um, organically on our farm um, without using any type of GMO processes.
0: Okay, now you mentioned uh, this question popped up as you were talking. You mentioned uh, contributing to helping out with the food shortage. Now, yeah. what about uh, the the massive, the known massive waste, especially a lot of the grocery stores? Like, how, what do you what do you see like as a as a I guess an offset, you know, to that issue? So with with waste, um, what grocery stores have to understand
1: and deal with is they need to set up a relationship with some of the farmers to give some of that waste um, Mm -hmm. to be uh, properly uh, composted and to create amendments for soil. Um, Mm -hmm. Exactly what we do um, with produce that it may be um, uh, spoiled or rotten or has set out too long due to some type of issues where we're trying to package or the produce is not good enough to package We try to be self-sustainable as much as possible and add those products back into our composting that we turn and exchange, create and build up amendments that we can add to the soil. That way we're not wasting anything and we add more nutrients instead of purchasing new things um, to utilize uh, for other organic amendments that we may purchase instead.
0: Okay, that sounds pretty good. So kind of give us a little bit of the background on how you how you got started with this, with the farm?
1: <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, um, my father, who is 94 years old now, he wow. stopped farming in, at, at the age of 82 years old. And um, at that time, I was in my career, um, deep in my career. And I knew at one point of time, and it was coming up soon, that I was going to have to add... Uh, as the replacement to my father's business um, when it comes to actually um, cultivating and propagating land there Mm -hmm. on our farm Um, and my mother at the time she was handling all the business um, processes for the farm um, while my dad was into his retirement from ministry and farming and we ended up leasing a lot of our land out to another minority farmer and the other minority farmer always uh, told me that sooner or later, you know, I'm not going to be able to continue to do this. Uh, we need some some young, energized farmers like yourself that can come back and and provide some of the processes that's needed to make sure that this land is being utilized correctly. So I took those words um, from my, my the our uh, the minority farmer that helped uh, my father when he retired, and I and I told my father, you know that I was going to pick up where he left off. They, all, uh, my, my mother and my father, they always used to just joke and laugh like, you know, you're not going to be serious about farming. You know, stay doing what you do with your career. Uh, the land will be here. Don't worry about it. But as the years went on, I took strides each and every year to try to slowly transition into uh, providing ideas to my mom and dad that, I can change this farm into more of of, uh, uh, a modernized cultivation where we create processes that actually help others instead of just farming the land and make sure that uh, the land is being turned over each and every year. So some of those ideas I uh, provided uh, provided to my mom and my dad, one of them happened to be holistic herbs and medicine and industrial hemp, Um, and another happened to be creating community supported agriculture programs where we can help get food back. To the community um a, a, as well as build up the farm into a structure where it can become profitable again and, and over the years the last six years we've been able to do that and mm-hmm. each and every year we're coming up with various ideas that adds on to the mission of what we have currently tied to now um agro tourism will be one of the ventures that we're going to be looking in into the future um, What's that? Just Agro-tourism we- is more so Allowing people to come onto the farm And learn mm-hmm. through demonstrations Workshops um, okay. It's is allowing um, uh, Vendor opportunities where people can Bring their business ideas and opportunities To our farm and then we all Work together to create uh, A festival or some type Of uh, uh, unique attraction um, All those things Are, um, are, are part, part Processes of agro-tourism um, okay. barnyard weddings um, ventures such as that all those things can be added to our agricultural
0: portfolio for our business wow that's amazing and if you're just joining again this is uh, Cameron lewis with camcast radio I have my guest Patrick Brown we're doing basically a series and a focus on black excellence um once again uh, he is he's a this guy's a genius I mean I'm just listening to all this stuff and I'm like wow the ideas um if you go uh, let me pull up his website if you go to his website infinityus.com you'll actually be able to see um a documentary on let me pull up the right one you'll actually be able to see a documentary on his on his farm and and you know uh, the hemp business and it's it's a lot to it like you know it's not just uh <laughs> like some people think like he um you were telling. Um, in the documentary, um, that people, you know, thought somebody think it think it was your fiance was saying or something about how it was just um, oh yeah she was talking about her brother um, who is um, has a science background and she she said something about he was into the you know studying hemp and the CBD and stuff and she was like oh that stuff's just for hippies but you know there's a lot of profitability there's a lot of you know medical applications and all sorts of things and that stuff is you know that information is available on your website but I wanted you to. Excuse me. I want you to talk about some of that stuff um, because you you're you're offering a lot of services and products um, to the community. And there's there's a lot of health benefits, even um, just based off what I saw. And and I really I really want people to to get an understanding of that stuff so that, you know, even some of these states that haven't passed uh, laws to legalize, you know, uh, legal commercial marijuana, you know, they could they could understand, too. You know.
1: Yeah. um, So the holistic um, portion of our business is to provide a alternative to pharmaceutical drugs. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we found is that the the variety of um, industrial hemp that we grow focuses on pain mitigation. Mm -hmm. It focuses on um, PTSD, anxiety, um, stress, uh, sleep deprivation, just to name a few. Um, And We have studied it, we have researched it, we have cultivated it, we have harvested it, we have cured it, packaged it, and distributed it. Mm -hmm. And the products sell themselves because we get the testimonials and the feedbacks from our customers um, of what our products have helped them with and what type of pharmaceutical drugs has been prescribed to them that they no longer take. And that's the whole purpose of why we grow it. It adds the same value of organic food to your body to help um, with weight loss, with uh, hypertension and cholesterol and high blood pressure, all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of our business models of what we grow on the farm tie into holistic approach of um, healing mitigation to help with various, um, various ailments that people deal with all the time. Um, And we're not trying to be in competition with pharmaceutical companies or anything like that. We -hmm. just want to provide our community and our clients with
0: an alternative approach. Wow, that's awesome. So let's uh, talk about some of the products that you have, because I saw some of the some of the things I saw. I was like, wow, you you wouldn't think. uh, Let me pull it up here. Screen sharing right quick. Let's talk about this here Sure what, what, am, what am I looking at right here So what you're looking at there is A uh, thousand milligram or five hundred
1: milligram Tincture oil Full spectrum uh, Cineponol uh, oil That helps with the things that are listed there uh, Anxiety, depression OCD, ADD HD, HD, ADHD Autism, mood swings Mental clarity, migraines Pain, inflammation Soreness, swelling, acne, eczema, peteriasis, and dementia. Um, Those are some of the things that our oil uh, can help a a customer with. And uh, the way you take that product is you would uh, take two to three droplets under the tongue and hold it for 20 seconds uh, and do that twice a day. And as your body reacts to the oil... You could increase the dosage, and a 30 milligram bottle, uh, milliliter bottle, sorry, would last anywhere between 35 to 40 days for a customer.
0: Okay, and how much? What are? What's the general price range on this?
1: So for the 500 milligram bottle, the price is 59.99. Okay.
0: For the 1,000 milligram bottle, the price is 89.99. Okay. And I was looking at that, something I might even invest in because it has a psoriasis there. I don't know if you noticed, but my face was all blotchy because last year I suffered from a really bad case of uh, psoriatic arthritis. So, oh. And it was like, I, and I literally got like the worst case scenario. Um, I was It's funny because first of all, it's like only like two to three percent of black people get psoriatic arthritis. Right. <laughs> so it was rare in that case, but then it's, it was also rare because um, only a rare, a small percentage get um, get it from head to toe. And I got it from head to toe because generally psoriatic arthritis is constricted to one area of the body and one side of the body. And I literally had the psor- psoriasis from head to toe, and I had the arthritis on both sides of my body, like my my wrists, my <coughs> knees, my shins, my feet, my ankles. Uh, my neck my back my ribs it felt like it was it was crazy so um this type of i i have a personal interest uh and in, in kind of knowing a little bit more about this as well okay. so it's not just you know it's, it seems to be very beneficial so um i know you were telling me with this next one i think it's this one yeah you were talking about how it's more your farm is more than just you know hemp and cbd Absolutely.
1: Um, So what
0: we do for the community and is a part of our community development outreach uh,
1: to our communities, providing a community supported agriculture program In our community supported agriculture program. We provide organic produce um, Mm -hmm. in uh, one half bushel boxes to our members and non-members each and every week, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, beginning April the 12th, 2021. We have two phases of our membership. We have an 18-week program, and we have a 32-week program. Um, The 32-week program is a lot cheaper than the 18-week program, and it is, uh, compared to the grocery store, it's uh, the the cost of half of what you would purchase uh, per month from a grocery store for vegetables um, that you don't know that are organic or not. and you don't know what farm that they came from compared to our farm we are uh, uh, GAP certified uh, through the United States Department, North Carolina Department of Agriculture for Harmonized Plus where we get audited each and every year to make sure that our good agriculture practices are being uh, monitored properly so that we can provide the organic food and be certified to be able to produce it for the community and for uh, clients outside the community so Uh, with our CSA this is our our way that we give back to the community to fight uh, food shortage and for my particular county Warren County we only have one grocery store so Mm -hmm. where we're located our farm is the southeast corner of Warren County Mm -hmm. and um, instead of a person having to travel 15 miles to get to that nearest grocery store they can stop by our farm once a week and it'll save that person from having to source that food from a grocery store that they don't know where that food actually came from. So um, that is our key um, process for the c- community supported agriculture program. And as well as as we grow to add more members, we're also adding uh, development, economic development for our county by creating jobs and allowing others to work on our farm. Um, so that is
0: uh, our our uh, outlook on our community supported program. Okay. So what about plans for, I guess, expansion within the county so that you have more touch points uh, for people to actually pick up? Yes. So
1: as we grow, we're going to start providing the delivery option. We're going to start adding points, access points or delivery drop-off points where customers can pick up that may live on the other side of town, um, making it easier for people that are are uh, uh, working um, do, th- throughout the times of the week for our drop-offs, um, making it easier for them to be able to pick up boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as the as our program grows, those options also uh, become available.
0: Wow. That's, wow, that's amazing. Like I said, y'all, focus on Black Excellence. Uh, I got Patrick Brown with me again. Um, and we're talking about his farming endeavor, uh, CBD hemp. And he also has a food program. He's got a lot of stuff going on. I couldn't even do justice trying to uh, describe. And actually, we we don't even really have enough time to talk about all the stuff this man has going on um, with his business, with his farm. Um, I remember talking to him a couple of weeks ago on the phone, setting up the interview. And he was saying that uh, farming was his, uh, his side job. <laughs> And then when you go look at the documentary on his on his website, it says that f- there's no days off in farming. <laughs> so it's like, how is your side job something that you can't get any days off from? <laughs> right. You know. But um, so let's I wanted to, wanted to kind of talk about the future. Well actually, you know what? Let's keep going through I'm gonna go through the rest of these photos first. Let's get okay. the explanation on these. Yeah. Um talk about this right here. Yes. Yeah, so I know this a- is the back. But yeah, let's
1: that's, that's, uh can you go to the front of the box and we can start from there? There we go. All right. So uh what we're presenting here is an actual uh uh collection, a limited collection uh item that a lot of our current Hemp Fendi, uh clients have been waiting on. Uh we're actually going to premiere our product at the uh end of this month where we are presenting our Hempfinity Hibiscus tea line okay. And in our tea line this is a limited collection box where we're gonna actually allow the client and customer to be able to uh, try all three blends. There's a, a immunity blend that helps with fighting off uh, uh, common colds and building up the immune system. Mm-hmm. Then we have a detox, which is a full body detox blend. Um, And then we have a high energy blend that's going to help with the non-caffeine coffee drinkers. Uh, If you're trying to stop drinking coffee, if you stop trying to stop uh, drinking uh, caffeine teas and things like that, you can uh, get this high energy blend decaffeinated uh, tea version and it's going to help with all the things that the coffee gives you except for the harmful things that coffee being um, provides to your body. So, we're going to do 500 uh, pieces uh, of, of this particular product uh, that we're releasing for our tea line. And the customer then would know which tea blend they prefer most. And then we're going to come right back behind that once it's sold out and provide an uh, individual package blends that's going to be available on our e-commerce space. And that's going to be the uh, www.infinityus.com website
0: okay pull that up real quick so they can see yep and
1: all, right. our, all our products we uh we pay homage to the ancestors that put us in a position to be able to continue to grow our farm business mm-hmm. um, all of our packaging has uh the second generation um, farmer grover brown which is my grandfather and my father the third generation farmer on the estate uh, Reverend Dr. Abraham. And
0: that's him on the left, right? Yes. That's Just my for those father. that don't know.
1: My father's on the left. Um, both of them in this particular photo were pictured in front of my grandfather's store in Brooklyn, New York in 1968. My uh, great my grandfather owned a bodega in Brooklyn, New York, and they're sitting outside of his store. Um, wow. he, had, he had a few uh, convenience stores, even one... In Henderson, North Carolina, as well, and one right outside of our farm,
0: which is wow. located at the east corner of our Brown family estate. Well, wow, so that's a whole—you're looking at a whole legacy of black excellence and and also of wealth, you know, um, entrepreneurship um, and just legacy. You know, that's that's the that's the big thing. You know, uh, especially in our, you know, I think that's important because especially in our uh, African American families there's not a whole lot of that you know we got a lot of people trying to still, they just trying to still get a job to take care of you know their day-to-day um but whereas you know you were fortunate you know uh to have this great legacy passed on you know and then kudos to you too for having the wherewithal and the and the the mental fortitude and the mindset to actually say hey yeah I need to carry this on (laughs) you know you didn't you didn't just focus on what you wanted to do with your life and what you had planned, but you actually, you know, you took on the vision of someone else and, and you're, and you actually, based on, you know, the things you were saying in the beginning, you actually spearheaded a lot of the new, um, directions that the company's going in.
1: That's correct. Absolutely.
0: Um, and I, I would be, um,
1: doing a disservice to my ancestors to not uh, fulfill some of the positions that were set forth for us um, and also giving me the opportunity to create generational wealth and be able to pass that down to my children and their children be able to pass it down to their children. Um, But what would be more important than anything monetary would be the actual land, the value of land and being able to structure that so we can add to it instead of minimize it or lose
0: it. Wow. So what steps are you taking? Because, you know, You know, I got to throw the word in here. You know, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, you know, um, how it's foolish. It's not foolish, but it's like it's vanity, you know, because you labor for what you do. And then who knows what the next generation is going to do with it or what the next man is going to do, you know, with what you've done. So what steps are you taking to kind of, you know, to kind of instill something in your son, you know, to 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 create a sense of legacy in him?
1: Yeah. So uh, it's the same exact thing that my dad instilled in me? Uh, is the ability to see it for yourself. Your works outperform your words. Right. Uh, my son sees that how passionate I am in land, structure, and creativity, and business add value. Then mm-hmm. he sees that how important it is to me would be just as important to him when he becomes a man to be right. able to make decisions on his own. My father had me out on the land as early as uh, eight years old. I right. started driving my uh, his, one of his tractors at the age of nine. I started driving one of his farm trucks at the age of 10. And right. it's something that, yeah, it was hard work growing up. I hated it growing up. I can say that today, but as the Bible teaches us, you know, whatever's instilled in you, your belief system, it would be deep rooted in your heart to whatever you do in life. You will always go back to where you are started your processes. And I believe that 100 um, percent. I've been all over the world. I've been through many countries and I always tell each and everybody "There's no place like home. Mm-hmm. However small, however small my hometown continues to get means the world to me when I go back to it and I see that it's things that are needed and things that need to be done. And the first thing is by providing an example of what we need to do on the land that we already have also helps motivate others in the community to do something with what they have. And and, um, uh, outreach and development and community development and inspiring others to do that, I feel is just Very important, and it ties back into how you raise your children. So my son may not understand now at seven years old, but he will be seeing more of what we do as he grows older. And then we provide literature, things, and writing. We keep up with our family history. All those things uh, provide him with the understanding of how important things was, or were, or, or, or
0: are while I'm still living. Wow. wow that's extremely important, man. And I, but like I said, I admire what you've done. Cause, and I noticed uh, in the documentary how he was like running around like he was the cameraman himself. <laughs> like when uh, your fiance was talking to the cameraman, he was running behind her like, yeah, I'm filming this thing too, so... You think he might have a career in filmography or cinematography coming up?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Between that and sports, I I don't know, you know, what his passion is as of yet, but um he has a he has a way that uh I put him in a position that he could be whatever he wants as long as he's successful
0: that he'll do well. That's what's up. All right, so let's keep on with these pictures. Um let's see. Let's talk about this right here. It looks like trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually um, I wouldn't say it's trouble but it gives uh, uh, our customers a way to um, withstand or, uh, or contain this the cannabinoid through ways of um, the way it goes into the bloodstream and this way particularly is for people that traditionally smoke uh, without having to worry about the harmful side effects of um, psychoactive THC and um with growing industrial hemp in the state of North Carolina, we have to stay below the 0.3% threshold in order to be able to market products such as this. And we are uh, in state compliance. We're tested by the state. We do uh, third-party testing to make sure that when we have our products packaged, that we w- that we're within that threshold to be able to market it to market it to our customers. And that's where we're at right now with this product. Uh, which is a uh, 14-pack HIPAA um, uh, package for customers that are used to purchasing individual pre-rolls from the um, smoke shops or retail spaces that are out in our our state. Instead, we'll be able to provide double the amount and 14 um, uh, individual rolls uh, in our packages. And we'll be able to save the customer over $142 per pack in purchasing for the value at $42 per pack that we advertise on our
0: our website. Wow. So, what type of uh, what type of symptoms or uh, yeah, what type of symptoms does this uh kind of help you with? So, this helps with
1: um, uh, anxiety, uh, sleep deprivation, um, stress. Uh, this helps with. Uh, hypertension, high cholesterol uh, levels um, and a few other things um, that allowed the cannabinoid percentage to get to the bloodstream
0: a lot faster than the traditional oil would do Okay, and I know you mentioned um, what was it I was talking, we were talking about um, the cancer like how it's not a cancer risk um, but you did say something just just so that people know the health risk involved Yes. So, um, there is no
1: um, research that has shown that industrial hemp improves cancer um, chances of a person um, obtaining cancer. However, it is research studies that show that it helps uh, to stop uh, cancer molecules that grow into the body with the uh, THC8 cannabinoid percentage that's inside our full spectrum products, it helps to uh, slow down cancer tumors that may have already been
0: projected in the body. Wow, so you, yeah, this business is really, <laughs> it's really spilling into all types of areas, man. You got legacy, you have community outreach, you have health benefits, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then economy, because I know you were talking about how eventually the plans to be able to give jobs back into the community want to talk about that some
1: yes absolutely um uh economic development in my county is still one of the issues that um people have been faced with um long before i i was born in warren county um we uh during the 60s and the 70s were a manufacturing town um we created our own uh businesses we had thriving businesses there and we had development um and over the years Is just slowed down to the point where it's just so stagnant where if you close your eyes and open them, you've already driven through town. So um, one of my main things, especially in my community of Hex Grove, where our farm is located, is to be able to hire some of the um, members of the community to work on our farm and also to build up a young farmer so that we'll actually be able to motivate a, a, a younger generation person that is willing to uh, learn how to work with their hands. Um, the some of the vocational courses that were in the school system when I was brought up and when you were growing up mm-hmm. that allowed us to work in the trade field are no longer in existence in our county. Right. So um, a farm can build up some of those life skills, and that's important um, because some kids they may grow up in a one one parent household that they may not have the ability or. Um, uh, the the figure, the father figure in their home, to be able to teach them some of the life skills um, that they would probably learn on the farm, and um, so giving back to the younger generation and creating jobs for economic development in our county, I think our farm would be a
0: great place to do that. At. Wow, that's amazing! All right, and I think this is the last one here. The last slide over here. Let me click over. Um, this these uh. topical ointments and whatnot?
1: Yes, correct. So those are our topical creams and ointments. We have the uh, lotion. Um, We have two forms of lotion uh, that is a topical that can be applied directly to an area that is affected on your body by pain that you're trying to get a uh, temporary relief where um, the plastic bottle lotion is an on-the-go bottle where you can take with you each and everywhere that you go. Um, And then we have the glass bottle which is a higher uh, milligram percentage of the active ingredient cannabinol cannabinoid um, that you can use each and every day at home. Um, and then we have a roll-on pen applicator which is the, uh, if you take this a look photo, it's the uh, little small bottle with the black top. This one right here? Yes. Yep. Okay. And that applicator can be taken on the go. It, it reminds you of a traditional Bengay pen that some of us old athletes used to use <laughs> we were playing basketball or football that you have in your gym bag and you pull it out in the gym and right before you warm up you apply something to an area in your body that you have some type of inflammation or pain that is our version of that uh, with our cannabinol. and then we have at the bottom the actual salve ointment, which is a thicker cream that goes directly to an area also on your body that is affected by sharp pain aches and pains also you can utilize it on your temples each and every night before you go to bed to help soothe you to prevent sleep depression deprivation sorry Mm -hmm. and um that's
0: pretty much it for our ointments okay now as far as scent is there a scent to these or yes yes
1: so the lotion has a mint scent Mm -hmm. the salve uh, which is the thicker ointment has a lemon or lemon eucalyptus uh, scent and a lavender scent and or fragrance and then we have the roll on pen which is a peppermint fragrance
0: okay and there's no like strong with any of them there's like no strong uh, overbearing or no. uh, unattractive scents no each
1: fragrance that we um, add to our products are natural herbs that we grow and incorporate into our products so we have lavender eucalyptus uh, lemon we break all of those processes down and put into our products
0: okay that's awesome man that's that's pretty much awesome so lastly last question for you man um i I really enjoy just kind of i'm intrigued man just to just to see all the stuff you got going on and like and like i said we still haven't even scratched the surface of a lot of the stuff that you're doing Um, But talk about what you see uh, in the future for the company.
1: Uh, What I see in the future for the company is longevity in creation and manufacturing of textiles. Um, That's where I see where we go on forward as the future grows in the industrial hemp space. Um, We want to be able to create fabrics, uh, ropes, um, bioplastics, biofuels that we can create from uh, vibrant herds. That we can wholesale to manufacturing companies and add to uh, the manufacturing and creation of um, industrial products in, in the United States. Um, that helps with eliminating importing and exporting to other countries where we're getting raw materials and building here in the United States. We wanna be able to create that same process here in North Carolina, which also will create jobs, but also would allow our company to scale up and being a minority certified owned business we'll be able to branch and consult other farms and allow them to understand how to grow fiber and herd. For our produce uh, 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 section of our business Mm -hmm. where we are creating uh, fresh organic fruits and vegetables to the community as we grow and uh, create an area of the county where we can provide that product we will also be able to expand our logistics and delivery service outside of our county area and maybe outside of our state. Hmm. We're working with some very large distribution companies um, right now that are looking to do business with minority ownership and inclusion in agriculture. Some of those companies are willing to take a chance on building up small minority farms to be able to include, to be able to be included and work together with other minority farmers to be able to build up more minority farms in the state of North Carolina, which is big for us. So that's where I look into the future for Brown Family Farms, is that we're gonna be able to build partnerships. We're gonna be able to expand into larger corporations and create larger networks and be able to provide education outreach development and being able to add more value added products and help with um, building households and economic development in Warren County.
0: That's amazing. Well, there you have it, people. I hope you have uh, gotten some good information. Um, Go back and watch it. Um, there's a lot to learn A lot to learn here um, I'll put up your website again I have the infinityus.com here Now tell me about this uh, One more time about this uh, Website here The Brown Family Farms So that people know what that's all about again
1: So Brown Family Farms uh, CSA program Starts April 12th, 2021 With this website You can actually create How you would like To have your variety of fruits and vegetables um, cater to your fr- uh, to your kitchen how you would have, like to have that box each and every week either for an 18 week program or a 32 week program or if you don't want to be a member you can still create a box and have that picked up each and every week starting April the 12th 2021 so um, that is the easiest way to sign up for our membership. Everything can be done virtually. Uh, we do practice social distance and COVID protocols on our farm and we uh, sanitize all of our products and we package all of our products for our customers. Um, so if you want to learn more about our farm, you can go to their website brownfamilyfarmcsa.com Our website is building, uh, building up each and every week, so each and every week up until the 12th of April, we're going to be adding uh, products and ways that makes uh, the website easier to
0: use uh, each and every time that you log on. That's what's up. That's good stuff. Like I said, this has been the focus on black excellence. Um, I just wanted people to see, man, we our people are doing great things. Uh, this man is doing amazing things for his community things that appear like this gonna it's gonna go nationwide, possibly even global if he keeps pushing like he's doing you know we're not restricted to just being ball players and athletes and actors. you know we have this, this man is clearly showing a genius for uh, for agriculture and also for business. So you know it's just an, it's an inspiration to me and you know it can be an inspiration to you and as well as uh, you know show your children or whatever you know, show them that there's there's a lot to learn um, in the world. And all, all it takes is curiosity, you know, some integrity, you know, and, and focus, you know, and you can accomplish the, the same type of greatness that Patrick is uh, that he's accomplishing right now. And he's passing this on to his son. And that's that's the beautiful thing, man. That's what we need to see more of in our black families, man. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You are now listening to Camp Cast Radio.